This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey guys, here's a message from one of our partners, Spider VPN. As we all know, browsing the internet can be full of hidden dangers and snoopers, but you can easily protect yourself and at the same time get access to all your favourite websites and streams by using Spider VPN. They have some amazing offers right now and I come highly recommended. Check them out at spidervpn.org and uh, get yourself some great offers now. And don't forget to mention Dazzling Dave or Always Wolves to get yourself a real nice discount. That's spidervpn.org. Well, well, a very, very good evening to all of you guys tuning in uh, here live to watch the show uh, on Extra Time. And um, what a night it is to be on talking about a Wolves game after... Uh, we're talking after the uh, the West Ham Wolves game, where Wolves have defeated arguably one of the uh, formed, well, definitely one of the formed teams of the Premier League this year, uh, West Ham United, who could have actually jumped above Manchester City, I believe, into second place tonight. Had they have defeated Wolves, they were looking for something like their fifth win on the bounce. Full of confidence, obviously, beat Liverpool last time out. And obviously, Wolves having a very poor performance against Crystal Palace down at Selhurst Park. But in typical Wolves way, um, we go and outperform them, take control of the game. And I would say a very worthy 1-0 winner. And of course, it was brilliant as well because uh, the documentary, uh, which is now on BBC iPlayer, that Wolves have done on the dreadful injury uh, to a Mexican sensation, Raul Jimenez, called Code Red, is now out on the iPlayer. I've not watched that yet. I will uh, give it a watch in the next couple of days and try and do a little bit of review after once all the content for all of this game has gone out. Obviously, the match vlog will be out on Sunday. We've got the followed by the international fan reaction on Monday. Um, and... Um, from all the people I've been talking, it's quite emotional. I watched the trailer and I was nearly crying on it. So it's apt that uh, Raul popped up with the winner today to get the three points. And uh, 
That moves Wolves on to 19 points and sixth in the Premier League table. How good does that feel? Bearing in mind, Wolves didn't win any of the first three games despite playing really, really well. Didn't even score a goal. And in fact, since the loss to Manchester United at the end of August, there is only, uh, as I say, an inform Arsenal who have been beaten by Liverpool today and Chelsea that have got more points than our team, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Do you believe anything could happen this year? Well, we're gonna, we've got some fantastic guests uh, again today. We're going to be joined by a regular friend of the show, Paul, and we'll have an update on his COVID situation. I think he has been freed from COVID prison. Uh, we've got Josh, we've got Matt and Owen, hopefully, if he can get his camera working, uh, making his their debuts as well. And we are going to kick off the show uh, with Josh, who made his debut earlier this year and uh, he's becoming a regular in the lineup. So uh, let's bring Josh on to the show. Hi, Josh. You all right, Dave? Absolutely, mate. How are you, how are you doing? How are you feeling after that performance? I feel a lot better than I did before the game. I, I did not expect to three points today at all. Do you know what, Josh? You probably watched my preview. Mm. And um, virtually on every preview, I will predict a Wolves win. Just because, yeah, you just have to. And even I didn't. I went for 1-1. However, I will have to say that my dad on the preview, as comedy as he is with his singing and his cuddly toys and everything, he did call it 1-0 to Wolves with Raul, or as he likes to call him, Royal Jimenez, uh, scoring uh, the goal. He got it absolutely bang on. And at the end, he was saying, I told you, I told you, I told you. <laughs> uh, where have you watched it today? Um, in the ground, in the South Bank again. So, You've been in uh, the uh, South Bank. Just before we uh, crack on to talking about it, I do want to say a big thank you to uh, Spider VPN. Um, who basically support the show. They actually do uh, routers, uh, would you believe, that you can plug into your uh, into your internet at home and you don't need to do it. It covers all your devices. So if you want a, um, a VPN router, the link is in the description below. And I'm very grateful for them for supporting the show. Josh, you're feeling at full time when that whistle finally went? Over the moon. Absolutely brilliant feeling to beat West Ham, one of the informed teams in the league. And, uh, it was. It, it felt good after that. Felt really um, good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Katie Merricks is saying in the thing, can Dad give me the lotto number as well? I, I should have asked him, shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, was your dad with you today as well? No, so he's, um, next game he's got tickets for will be Burnley, I think. We've got Burnley. Burnley for him, so uh, it's just me and my brother today. Uh, absolutely. And I'll tell you what, mate, well, before we get into it, we just also should say that today's match was, of course, there was a memorial service mm. uh, for Wolves legend Ron Flowers, um, who is a, an absolute Wolves legend. And I popped into the uh, St. Peter's before to pay my respect. I actually signed the book of condolences, which I thought was beautiful. And then, of course, um, you know, the whole ground, including... The West Ham fans who, you know, they are great fans and they will respect uh, legends from other teams. The whole gra you know, ground stood to applaud 
what a life he's had, what a contribution that he's made to the city of Wolverhampton. I thought it was a wonderful uh, send-off for him. Yeah, it was, yeah. He'd be damn he'd be damn proud of that performance yeah. today, I would I would say. Um so how did you think the game started, Josh? I think my signal's dropped again. I can hear <laughs> Say you. Again, Dave, sorry. I lost you I then. Can, I can hear you, Josh. Don't worry. How, what did you how, say then? I said uh, how did you feel the game started? I thought first ten minutes they looked like they were gonna push on a bit and, and pressure us a bit, but I thought we really controlled the game. I thought today it was as if the game plan we told Bob that Bruno told the players to me, it looks as if he said first half, keep position, keep moving with the ball. When you've got the ball, try and keep it as much as you can. And just press them when we could and try and put as much pressure on the likes of Bowen, Ben Rama and Antonio as we could. And I thought we did that really well first half. Um so I can't think off the top of my head any glaring chances that they had really they had that one header didn't they from Antonio that he put wide I've got to say from my perspective from the north bank when he went up I thought that was going to hit the back of the net yeah she did she should think yeah he should have scored that yeah and that's what Antonio can do obviously he had the ball in the net from a similar cross but he was climbing all over it was disallowed straight away and he did have a the, the West Ham did have a spell, did they not? After Wolves have scored, they, yeah. you know, we were on the back foot for about ten minutes, and he, he's, he's, a, half, he's yeah. such a tricky player. But I think that I, I was worried about Antonio because he has bullied Cody a lot yeah. in previous mm. games, and I thought the defence handled him well, and I thought Cody handled him really well today. Yeah. He yeah. seemed to just, you know, have learnt from playing him previously. Yeah, just to marshal him a bit more than he did. He was. He seemed to be, as the ball was coming into him, he seemed to be thinking in half foot, trying to get a foot round every time to poke it away from him. He wasn't giving him the room like he didn't like. He, you see him in the past, he'll stand two or three yards off and wait for him to turn. Whereas this time, he wasn't giving any, him any room at all to turn. Well, if you give him turn, because he is quite skillful. Yeah, he's a very very strong player. He's having a fantastic season. And uh, if you if you if you give him time to turn and you let him turn, he's away. And yeah. he's, I was he's a real threat. He's, he's a bit like their version of Raúl, isn't he? He's a yeah. complete striker. Yeah, he's uh, he's got that build for him as well. He's got the strength. He's got the power. He's got the speed. He's everything you want, really. It's just obviously, if he scored a bit more, he'd be he'd be a top 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 Premier League Premier League striker. He would be, mate. He would be. And um, so, what were you thinking? Uh, what, what were you thinking going into the game in terms of like what were you were hoping for? I was, I was hoping we'd walk away with at least a point. I said to, I was in the barbers last night. He was a Villa fan, and he said he doesn't like putting us down and that, especially when we're on the Super Six. He'll always put us for a draw or a win, and he had us yeah. down as a one 0 win, I think. But I yeah. said to him, I've had to put us down as one one, although I can't, couldn't see us getting it. So you, you were like me, Josh. I was like. Yeah. I think it's because we come off the performance against Crystal Palace where we didn't have any control of the game at all. Uh, and, you know, talking, with, we've, we felt that Bruno Large should have brought in an extra midfielder. Um, the key change for me today, um, when I saw the starting lineup, that um, he started Pedence. Now, Pedence has come on and made a few impacts, but the two yeah. games he'd started, he hadn't really been that influenced. No. Um, he was very, very influential today. I thought on the ball today, he was he was brilliant. He was uh, he'd be bullied there. 
was he playing, was he playing on the right? Yeah, he was be, be bullying that right-hand side. And Cresswell, Cresswell's usually a decent left-back. And I thought Cresswell was quite quiet today because I think that's because how far forward Pedence was pushing him. Oh, 100%. And he's, very, he's such a clever player and how yeah. he picks up pockets and his centre of gravity because he's small. Um, yeah. And he, he does remind me on his, on his day, on a real good day, of a Eden Hazard type player. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Because he's got that trickery and he can faint and pull players out of position. Yeah. He's got good vision. He knows when to make the runs. I mean, and mm. the awareness as well for the goal for Raul. Yeah. He looked up, he was composed, he saw Raul, he played it right into it. And of course, Raul Jimenez did the rest, a great finish. Yeah. Uh, how did that feel when that hit the back of the net from the South oh. Bank? The, the the noise when that went in. I think as well, like you said earlier, the fact that the documentary's come out today and it's getting close to the time of when the injury happened for him to score. I thought it was brilliant. I thought all the players, you could see it in the players' faces as well with what's gone on the, like today with the documentary coming out. That it, it meant a lot to the team for him to score. And uh, the way he passed it, as they said on um, on WM on the way back, he like passed it into the net, and uh, he, it was effortless when he when he did that. No, it was, he, and 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 that's what that's what Raúl brings, isn't it? That clinicalness. Yeah. I mean, he um, he had an opportunity in the first half. You probably didn't see yeah, it as well as I did. Yeah. But uh, it was very similar in some ways. Apart from he had a little bit more pressure on the ball, yeah. um, that he tried to dink it over the keeper like he yeah. did against Everton. Everton. But he was more central against yeah. Everton, and he did it. He just pulled it away. You could see when he he missed it, he was yeah. like disappointed. But it, it was a, a more difficult chance, I think. And had he put it in, it would have been a fantastic finish. Yeah. But it was, and, um, um, the West Ham keeper, I thought, had a blinding game for them. Oh, when we started to pepper there, got chewed to the safe bank second half, he made some some of the saves he made. He was literally, he had in his head, I am getting to that ball. Yeah. There was the one that come from the corner. He just went, you saw him go flying up into the air. Oh, is that off Daniel Pedence? Yeah. When he turned yeah. again, that's Pedence. That came out of nowhere. Mm. It was a good shot, and it was. I think was he headed in, Josh? Yeah, that was. He was dipping over him. If he was two or three, he, he slightly stepped out to try and get the defence to push up. And as Pedence saw him step forward, he tried to dink it over him, and you could see it was it was looping in, and that other one in the corner. If that's the one you're on about, when he's put it through um, Suchek's legs. Yeah, I, I, that that one when it was the beginning of the second half when he was uh, low and the keeper yeah. tipped it round. That one, yeah, they, uh, they, they, that both of them were going in, especially the one that he pushed over the bar. That was that was definitely going in. And of course, he made a, another save from Matinho, which was tipped over, but that was more of a standard save. I think it would have. Yeah. It was quite Matinho hit it quite central. I think if it had been two or three yards either side, yeah, he, he would have been struggling uh, to get it, but. Um, he is a top keeper that they've got, yeah. Yeah. and you could see that he was a top keeper. But he just couldn't do anything about the, the way Raul hit him because Raul hit it. It took one bounce and it was in, it was him back yeah. into the uh, into the uh, into the oh, net. Um, I mean, who impressed you on the pitch today? What, who would you like to pick out? Um, I say every time I come on, Kilman again. Yeah, there was one point where he looked like Antonio just before they brought Yarmolenko on. And when they brought him on, actually, um, Antonio kept moving out over to Kilman's side, and Kilman straight away was literally 
may as well have been bear hugging him to boot the ball away, but he was winning the tackle every time. Yeah. And then when they brought Yarmolenko on, they pulled him into the middle of it after five minutes of him being on because he couldn't get away from our defenders, Antonio. But then man of the match for me has got to be Neves. He was, even when he got the yellow early on, I thought, oh, well, that's his Lame game. The second half, he got yeah, the yellow, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. And to be honest, that was, mistake, that was a mistake from Saiz, who played underplayed the ball and he tried to tackle him yeah. and he, they clipped him, but he took one for the team there, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, professional foul, they call them, didn't they? <laughs> I think he tried to get the ball, but yeah, yeah. it was... It, it's it, too it far was, away from him. Yeah, it was a desperate thing, because when you give the ball... I mean, West Ham, they're a very, very good counter-attacking team. They've got a yeah. lot of goals with quick counter-attacking team and getting possession in that middle third yeah. uh, to, and taking it off you. And when they get running at you, they're hard to stop because they are strong... And you've seen that you've seen them kill teams do, doing that, and mm. it was we kind of like that. That I think that's where the battle was won for me. Um, I think the first 15, 20 minutes they were doing that to us, nicking the ball off us, and we yeah. couldn't get a foothold into the game. Yeah. And then gradually we started to get the passes going, and once we got into our stride, we controlled yeah. the rest of the first half. And the good thing for me was when we came out in the second half, we continued straight on the front foot. And, yeah. you know, West Ham, you know, I mean, the worry was when we scored the goal that it was going to be a bit like Leeds again, yeah. where we were going to sit back. But we didn't sit back so much. And I thought, no. yeah, they had, they, they had a lot of pressure, mm. but it didn't really hurt us too bad. Yeah. They, had, they weren't they had, getting that many shots away. Yeah, not one clear Good chance. There was a writing mm. added time at the end. There was a ball that came across, and the chap was coming at the back post. Yeah, that one. Yeah, you were thinking, oh no, the same yeah. as me. And he yeah. just, I think he shepherded it out. But yeah. I think you're right with uh, Max Kilman. Um, you know, he's just grown into. I mean, he's a big lad. Yeah, Max Kilman is a big lad, isn't he, Kilman? Yeah. And he's grown into. A, a, he's one of the first names. I mean, we still got the concern about. The January yeah. with uh, Bolly and Soyis. Right. I thought Soyis did well today. He's, yeah. You know, he looks the part, doesn't he? Yeah, he started to me because there was that. He doesn't put that many brash tackles in anymore. It's like he thinks about it more than just diving in and leaving leaving on one. And he he, he, he's, he is a ball playing um, midfielder originally, but he, he you know he looks so comfortable on the ball mm. and his positional play. Is quite good and he's a, he's a proper character. And, he's, and again, Kilman and also um, Soyis are still mm. keeping Bolly out the side. And yeah. like if you'd have said, Bolly hasn't started more than two games this season, yeah. 12 games in. And in, you, you, he would almost always be a shoo-in, wouldn't mm. he? But he yeah. can't get into the side at the moment. So your overall performance rating to finish, Josh? I'd give it an eight. I'll give it an a eight. eight this week. And eight and, and Nevis. Absolutely brilliant, yeah. mate. Well, thank you for uh, jumping on the show. Much appreciated. Yeah. No worries. Are you, are you away at Norwich next week? or No, I'm not going to Norwich next week. It's my uncle's birthday. So uh, you'll, we'll hopefully be, you'll hopefully be grabbing a... I don't, is it on the telly? No, it's um, not. Is no, it? it's a three o'clock. You'll be grabbing a, yeah. a stream. Well, don't forget, <laughs> if you need a route, it's by the VPN. Yeah. <laughs> it's the place to go. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant, mate. Thank you very nice much. Thank you for your time, buddy. Cheers, look after yourself. And you, mate.
fantastic uh, contribution uh, there from Josh. And if you're watching this uh, live on the uh, on the YouTube or you're watching it back, do me a favour, please smash a like on the video. It really helps YouTube let me let you know that you enjoy the content. And if you're watching it back, listen to it back on uh, on the Always Wall podcast on any you know Apple podcast, Spotify, all good podcast providers. Always appreciate you leaving us a rating. Well, next up, we do have the man, the myth. Hello, Paul. Welcome back to the show. Hi, Dave. Evening, everyone. First of all, uh, can you give everyone an update? Because last time you were, you, we were talking, you were in the middle of, thank God I can come on the show because I need to talk yeah. to you. You're locked away with COVID. Yeah, I'm much better now. Uh, I've been out of isolation for a week. Um, I'm still not 100% strong, but I've, you know, I'm not poorly now. Um, but my, my my youngest tested positive a couple of days ago, so technically I've got another few days of um, isolation with her coming up. Oh, but, um, wow. Can you not do a daily test if you've not got it? Um, well, one of us has got to look after her at oh, home, so course, yeah. I can work from home sometimes, um, but... It's uh, it's tough for her. She was looking forward to coming to the match today. So yeah. I just put my eldest, who's just come out of isolation as well. So it's all going a saga for you at the moment, isn't it, mate? Yeah, but it gets it out of the way. Um, I mean, you wouldn't want it over Christmas. And no. there's lots of things that they've got coming up soon. So um, if there ever was a good time to have it, it would be to miss Crystal Palace last week. Well, I have to say, mate, you've definitely picked a good one uh, to miss uh, last week uh, with Palace, mate. If you were going, yeah. I'll blame you for not being there. Yeah, yeah really, really enjoyed it though um, today. Um, like what Josh was saying, West Ham started the stronger of the two teams. Um, but we grew into the match and I think the spell 20, 20 minutes before half-time and 20 minutes after, time, after half-time, we really took the game to them. And that's no mean feat because... They've not lost an away match since April. I think I'm right in saying. Yeah. You know, and um, I don't think that performance would have come under Nuno last year. I think he would have been happy to to sit in still, sit in um, and hope something happens. But I think we kind of took the game by the scruff of the neck from about 20, 25 minutes into the match. Oh, mate. That's exactly how I saw it. Um if I'm just looking down at the moment, because uh, Jeff from Alabama, I think, might want to come on. He's always in a character, uh, Wolf and Jeff. Yeah, I think you're bang on, mate, because I think that's where the, the, we really started to, to take it away from West Ham. We did, yeah. Um, and their forward players, I think, with three of them substituted, which just goes to show how little impact they were having on the game. Took Bowen off, didn't he? Uh, ben Rama. Um and also four Niles were substituted. And I think if you're a manager and you're substituting three out of your four forwards, then the defending team or the, the opposition must be doing something well. We didn't give them a sniff. I know that there was a bit of early pressure, but I think Saar has had very little to do in the match today, um, which just goes to show how well we defend, not just the back three, but as a team. The pressing's excellent from the front three. The midfield, um, I'm sure we'll talk about Neves today, but they covered so much ground. They didn't give them a sniff. So I think as a whole team, 
we're really defending well, you know, as a unit. Mate, that was the one thing that, I, as I say, I was worried about before the game was um, our defence had been bullied a lot when we played West Ham. And today, I felt they bullied them. Yeah. I felt that they didn't give them an inch and they weren't intimidated by Antonio, which was great to see. The supply was cut off to him. And I think that was so important because we all know what a great season he's having and what a handful he is. Yeah. So we made him be quite anonymous in the match by really cutting out any supply to him. And um, that defence was so well marshaled by, by Connor and the other two lads alongside him were very solid as well. Um, one point I did want to make on the show tonight was if you watch our goal back, what a move that is. Did it, not, it started from Saar, didn't it? Yeah, and there's a nice bit of play between Semedo and Neves, Kilman. It all starts in that area of the pitch. And I mentioned on a show before that I went to the open training session a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. That goal today was almost like a carbon copy of exactly what they were working on in that training session. And that must be so fulfilling as a manager when you see the hard work from the training ground, um, you know, actually acted out on the pitch on, on a Saturday. And it's all about these one-twos and, and linking and not playing long balls to get up the pitch, but working the working up the pitch as a team. And I think if Man City or Liverpool score that goal, you know, it's all over all over the press, isn't it? But... I'll tell you what, Paul, what, I'm looking forward to, uh, to match of the day because on that point, I've thought about it. it. If they're really doing their job right, they should show that goal from its conception to finish because it was a yeah, fantastic yeah. team goal. And, um, you know, there's a lot of interesting games knocking around today. I mean, you know, Watford winning beating United 4-1 and apparently the United board are having a, a Zoom meeting to discuss how they're going to persuade the United fans that Ollie's going to... Uh, the, the wheels are still on the bus. And um, and then, obviously, you've uh, you've got Newcastle 3-3. Three, three. So, a, you know, the, the, I think there was a, a... You know, a few goals in a lot of the other things. So, I'm not sure how far down we'll be. But when they get to Wolves, I'm really going to be interested to um, to see if they actually show that goal from start to finish. Have you watched the documentary on Raul yet? Yeah, I watched it with the girls this morning. We loved it, yeah. I mean, it's so good. And I, I wish, like, there was more of these kind of programmes on TV. It's so good to see the human side. Yeah. Um, To these players and, like, the, the family behind them as well. I just think it's really interesting. We've and got a lovely family. Lovely yeah. Family. And I just think he's so brave because the nature of that injury and... In under a year, he's back and he's putting his body on the line again uh, for the team. And I think that just shows tremendous courage from him. And you can't you can't not love him, can you? He's just such a nice man as well as being an outstanding number nine. And I think we're so lucky to have him. And I mean, his goal today reminded me a bit of... Do you remember we beat Villa at home uh, 2-1 um, about two years ago? Yeah. Never scored the first goal. And then in the second half, I think it was Traore cut it back to Jimenez in a similar position and he swept it into the corner like that. And it was a similar goal today. But yeah, the documentary, I'm sure there was a, a few tears shed across uh, the city. Everyone, a few asked about Merv Bennett. Was, uh, I was talking to him after the game 
and he said they were blubbering. And I've heard a few people saying they were blubbering. And I've got that to come yet because I, I can show emotion. So I'll probably be blubbering when I've got five minutes to watch. I'm, I want to it, watch it over the weekend. I'll probably do a little bit of a review on it in the week. Uh, so it might be good to have some contributions from other fans like yourself on that because I think it's such a, it's such a great thing that the Wolves um, media team have done. Yeah. They've put it together and then the BBC have picked it up and I put it on iPlayer, and it, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if eventually Netflix picks something up like that and put it out as well, because it's it's it does show a human nature, um, yeah. and that that connects players to fans and clubs, you know. So I think it's in the best interest of clubs to put out really good content like that. So I would, I'd welcome I welcome more. Obviously, I, I, not- I, I was I was like got goosebumps just watching the trailer. Yeah, and I really admire Nuno as well f- for going on that programme because clearly he was working for Spurs at the time, yeah. so he didn't have to do that. And also, I think he's very, again, to use the word courageous, to go on and not be yeah. worried about being upset in front of the... Because he's welling up big time on the on the cameras. So we all know what um, a lovely man he is after he gave a quarter of a million pounds of his own money. Well, to the, to the city's um, foundation, so. And we all know that Nuno's wolves through and through. And I mean, he was he was down in Bilston last week. I think he went yeah. to Major's fish fish and chip shop or something to get some of the uh, the golden chips. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, mate. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's not a weakness as a man to show emotion. It's a, it's actually a strength if you can show emotion. So it's uh, it's it's a good thing. Back onto the game. Um, who's your, who stood out for you today? Ruben Neves, head and shoulders, the best player on the pitch. And I just like to say that that's um, not an easy feat against Socek and Rice in midfield because we all know how well West Ham have been doing. But a big reason for that is because of those two lads in midfield who who are great at closing down the good on the ball. Um, but he stood head and shoulders above them today. And I'd love to see the stats on the ground that he covered. One minute he was breaking up the play in front of the back four. Next minute he was um, charging up the pitch to get into the box. Um, I heard you mention about Jimenez's uh, clipped chance in the first half. If you watch that back as well, uh, the ball that Neves puts in the channel for him is a tremendous pass. And another, um, another brilliant pass second half, the ball comes out to him on the edge of the box and he looks like he's going to volley it towards goal, but he actually Flicks slices it with the outside, outside of, his foot. of his foot to Matinho back and 100% that's intended. I know, he's, when he's on his game and his confidence, he had that volley as well which just went yeah. wide as well, if that had hit the back of the net, would have been something. I must admit, there's a lot to pick um, to pick out um, on for Man of the Match tonight and uh, Neves was definitely up there, but there were so many good performances as well. And what's your overall performance rating? My overall rating would be eight. Even yeah. though it was a, a really good performance against a strong team, I do actually feel there's a bit more to come uh, from us. I'm not being critical, but I still think with the players that we've got in the final third, we can score more goals. I think we've scored 12 in 12 matches. Yeah. And... um. I think that's something that we need to try and... Do you think at on. some point that there is a hiding coming to somebody? Yeah, I do. And 
that could have come in the first three matches, actually, because if if we'd have scored three or four in any one of those matches, it wouldn't have been that much of a surprise with how many chances we created. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I do think that there are good intentions in terms of trying to score more goals. But if we were picking up like an area to improve, it would have been great to go on and try to get the second. No, it's not easy against West Ham, obviously a strong team, but I do think there's a little bit more to come in the final third. I also want to just um, just say to everyone that, who's subscribed to the channel, I've noticed it's just members that are commenting. I've just realised I set the comments to just members. I've now changed that to anyone that's subscribed. So get joining in the conversation. Sorry if you've been blocked out. It was a, a, I ticked a wrong box today. So you can get involved in the conversation in the chat now as well. I was just thinking there's a whole row of members to the channel and there's no anyone else, but they can all comment now. Um, yeah, I think you bang on, mate. I think, uh, I mean, I after the game, I gave it a nine. We all gave it a nine. I think it was the exhilaration, but I'm probably on reflection. I think eight, probably, or 8.5 would probably be there or thereabouts. Are you, will you uh, be going to Norwich away? I will, yeah. Early yes, start. man. Early start next Saturday. So, um, I mean, what what do you think about that? Am I being a little bit too harsh, or do you think that we still can do a bit better in the final third? Because I I still think there's a little bit, even though we're on such a great run, I still think we haven't reached our ceiling. I think you are. I, th I think you're right, mate. I think there's more to come. Um, I think that I think there's definitely more to come because I mean we've got Neto to come back, and when he comes yeah. back. And he gets on song. I mean, he can just single-handedly create something out of not. Saw Triori today go on two barn-busting runs um, towards the South Bank, um, and there's still that. There's still that as a Wolves fan. It's just like, oh, Adama, we've signed the contract. Let's keep you because he offers something that no one else can. But and then you've got the back of your mind. If he doesn't sign that contract and an offer comes in in January, Wolves are going to be. So thinking we're probably going to have to cash in. So, but apparently he signed his contract late. Last time he uh, he extended his contract, so I don't know. But, and I think there's definitely more to come. I mean, there's goals across the whole team. I mean, Kilman should have scored. Oh, the, the when he when did knee or chest it down and then volleyed it in the second uh, half. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and also on the replay, if you watch... Uh, Sice has a good chance with a header in the first half from a corner up your Yeah, end. he was disappointed with that because he, he didn't. He got. He didn't quite get enough on it, did he? He just flashed wide no. of the post. No, but I mean, what we're building this good run on is a real solid foundation. As I mentioned at the start of our chat tonight, I think we're defending really well as a whole team. And if you're not conceding many goals, you're always giving yourself a chance of winning the match. Hundred percent. Like mate. today with a one nil. Well, uh, hopefully we'll meet up with you down. I'm going uh, to Norwich. I'll be going down on the Friday, um, a bit like I did with Southampton. So it'll, the match vlog will be quite an interesting one. Um, and um, because it is a long way to go there and back in a day. Um, so going to try, yeah. down on the Friday, then I've got a nice easy down on the Saturday and the drive back. Extra time for reference will probably be on the Sunday. Um, because it'll be a, it's a long drive back, so I'm not going to put any uh, pressure 
on that. Sutton lad says, great performance. Literally watched uh, Code Red. My God, I'm glad I was alone. Blubbing like a big girl. Love my club, always wolves. I mean, that says it all, doesn't it? Absolutely. Fact. And don't forget to smash a like. Um, so uh, hopefully you'll be able to come on next week on the Sunday if you're uh, if you're about. All being well, yeah. Um, and just drop us a message and let us know whereabouts you are before the match. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah, leaving nice and early anyway, so there's time for a stop on the way. Hopefully, because you need to break that journey up. It's a big one. Absolutely. Jake Johnson here saying, imagine how good this team goes when Bruno gets a few few of his signings. He's doing brilliant. We basically knew no squad. Um. And I think that's spot on from Jake because if you look at the team today, really, there's only Huang that's new. I know there's a change of goalkeeper, but you know, if we can add a couple of extra signings to this squad in January, you know, it would be really exciting prospect, I think. 100%, mate. Well, thank you very, very much for, for coming on. We're going to be getting Matt on next. Then, Owen, if, Owen, if you're there, Turn on your camera because uh, I can only see the the thing. We've got Max that's going to be coming on, and we've got the uh, the other man, the myth, the legend, all the way over in Alabama. We've got Wolfman Jess that's going to close out the show tonight, which is going to be great, and he's always brilliant to listen to on the international fan. So, uh, Paul, thanks for joining us again, and I know you you always listen to it back on the podcast when you're out and about, don't you? <laughs> Yeah, on my commutes to work, I enjoy listening, yeah. Lovely, mate. Take care, and I hope we see you down in Norwich. I'll be there. See you there, mate. Cheers, Take everyone. Care, see you. Bye-bye. So that's um, Paul. Brilliant, top, top bloke Paul is. And next, we've got a, a first-time caller making his debut. Hello, Matt. Hello, Dave. Hello, everyone. Hey. Um, yeah, first off, I just want to say, I've watched that documentary here wrong and I just want to prove it myself. The code just, red. The, the, yeah, the, just the amount of work that to put in just to get him back. Oh no, mate. That's, I haven't watched it back and, yet, but it was good to uh, good to meet you today as well. Um, yeah, as well. I, was, I want to say as well. Next week, big up the ladies, FI Cup action against against Forest. Absolutely. Again. Absolutely. I'll be there. Oh, yeah, because the ladies are doing well and hopefully they'll get it. They beat Forest last time um, with that long-range effort and hopefully they can do it again. They're having a great season. Or still unbeaten. You've got a, a few people saying hi t- to you on the uh, the chat. Hello, Merth. Hello, everyone. Katie um, and, and Carl. Hopefully I'll meet a few of you all at the Liverpool game. I'll be in the, in the North Bank again in an L4 for that game. Fantastic. Um, and what so how do you how are you feeling about that performance uh today, Matt? First, first off, from where I was sitting, we sat back a bit, but then second off we came out of our shell. Um Nevers again, as usual, hard worker. Wang, the little Korean. We we just we just love a Korean, don't we? The wolves. I mean the the row goal when it went in. The, the scenes. Oh, was, man, I bet it went absolutely nuts, didn't it? He did, he did. Um, as well, I was saying to a few people in Arthur, Antonio, we, we had to watch him. We had to. Because you give him one chance and he scores. He scores every day of the week. 100%, mate, 100%. And uh, I guess um, you were going ballistic when that goal went in. 
Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And we've got uh, Jake Johnson says critical matches coming up against Norwich and Burnley must win games, considering the run of fixtures coming up. And I wouldn't say they were must win, but they uh, they are very very winnable games. And um, we do, as he said, as a, a, a tough run of fixtures coming up. But on this performance, you know, on our day, we can beat anyone. And we've got um, Cyberlever here as a West Ham United fan. Have to give it to you guys. Our players are asleep. You could have scored four. I mean, it came as nothing at the end when the South Bank was singing Champions League, you're having a laugh. Now, I've got a great respect for West Ham. They're a brilliant team. But today, they didn't look like scoring at all. No, we, we so did really, really well. That's what I was, I think most of us surprised because we were expecting West Ham to be strong favourites on the form they were in and the performance. And, and yet, we made them look ordinary today, Wolves, I thought. I mean, looking at the stats back on the bus, we had almost double the shots. XG 1.69, I think it was. We could have scored any number of goals today. But we've got the one. 1-0 to... One to the Wanderers is enough. I, th- I was hoping it weren't going to be like one of them three games at the start of the season when we were... Uh, having a lot more possession, more shots, and then lost 1-0. I was hoping it weren't going to be one of them, but we did put the ball in the back of the net and we got the win. And it was a bit nervy for a few minutes in the second half, but we got the job done. I mean, as well, coming back on to Luno as well, I was at that Spurs Cup game in the safe bank and I knew, honestly, it was going to be a typical Luno performance, dragging it out. And then, obviously... People still going to be all new, new knowledge. He is, but now we've got to back Bruno. And I've said to a few people, boy, mate, we've got to back Bruno in January because if we don't, we're going to fall flat on our face. Yeah, I think the January window is going to be very interesting. I mean, it's always a difficult window to bring players in. However, if you are, you know, pushing towards the top of the table, I mean, with Newcastle, for example, with all the money that they may have. They're bottom of the table. I can't see many players wanting to go into a relegation battle. Whereas if you're pushing for Europe and top four and cups and things like that, players are more likely to want to come. I also think that Wolves will probably spend, better, uh, spend bigger in the, in the summer. But I think we, we're not going to really see the, the, the true reflection of a Bruno large team until he's, uh, we've had two more transfer windows. But again... You know, you talk about January, and we're going to talk about this lots more over the coming months. I think Wolves need to move fast in the January window. Matt, to finish off on, who's your man of the match today and your performance rating? My man of the match, you've got to be big Max Kilman. The lad, I mean, for someone who starts off playing um, futsal and then made an head. I mean, I was critical of him last season, but this... This season, he just looks like a totally different player. Absolutely. And uh, your performance rating, mate? 7.5 to an 8. 7.5 to an 8. Absolutely top man. Uh, Matt, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I much appreciate it. I hope you keep watching the rest of the show. And uh, hopefully you can make your debut. You'll be able to come on a future one. Hopefully. I mean, I don't go to away games, but I'll certainly be keeping an eye on the performance at Norwich. Absolutely, mate. Well, we'll all be, I'll I mean, be there. I was certainly surprised by... Uh, I was surprised by the Watford result, to be honest. 
Everyone's chuckling at that today, mate. <laughs> anyway, mate, we're going to move on. We've got Owen, right, Owen coming on next. Thanks, buddy. All right, cheers. Cheers, mate. Brilliant. So that was Matt who uh, made his uh, his debut today. Um, Cyberlina says, when you come to the London Stadium, best away pub is the car. That's a little good home fans, but more away. Yeah, should be there for that one, buddy. And we're going to be bringing on, I think, for his day. Is it your debut as well today, Owen? It is. It is, yeah. It's And Owen is proper pro because he's got a mic and headphones. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. And a yeah. dartboard. Yeah, I know. I bet you're pretty good at darts, ain't you? No, there's plenty of holes in the wall, mate. We're not going to talk about that, though. I used to have a dartboard when I was at my, used to, when I was younger at my dad's, and there was a lot of holes in the in the wall as well. There, to be fair. Oh, mate, there's there's plenty. They're everywhere. Absolutely, Owen. So you've been you you been today? Yeah, I went. Yeah. What stand were you in? Uh, North Bank. You're in the uh, you're in the North Bank uh, today. Yeah. Upper or lower, mate? Um. To the right hand side, but quite low, quite low. And yeah. um, how were you feeling before the game? In the car, I was like, we we usually do score predictions, and you know, it, my mom was a bit like, oh, you know, we we might win. My nephew was like, ah, oh, hopefully we can win. I was sat there like, I, you know, West Ham, they they're doing decent in there, and I thought coming off Palace, I wasn't really expecting much, but you know, it's. It is what it is, and what happened today was unreal, to be fair. Well, Merv Bennett, um, who's one of my members, he says, Hi, Owen. Apparently, he went to school with your mom. Did he? Apparently, yeah. Jason Tandy says hello as well. You're right, mate. Yeah, and Katie and Carl. And uh, yeah, I mean, um, so as the game went on today, I mean, I mean, how, how did you feel like that we deserved the victory? To yeah, I feel like we did. To be fair, like we stopped them playing a lot. Like compared to say when we would play West Ham before, like away and at home. I know we've had decent results at West Ham at home, but like away last season, I think was when we lost. And typically, when we play good, good on informed teams. It's not typically being great. Like, we usually lose or whatever. But, like, today, we we were so much better. And it was as if we deserved the win. And almost we were West Ham. We were on form and we deserved to be up there fighting for Europe. Well, to be fair, mate, we're now up to a six. I, 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 last I heard, Arsenal were losing to Liverpool 4-0. What was the final score there? No, I think it stayed for now. No, yeah, it did. I was I was watching the game downstairs and hoping uh Salah bags for my fantasy, which um he did. And yeah, Liverpool. How are you doing in your fantasy league? Um not great, I can't lie, but um Salah 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 got me through this week to be fair. You got any Wolves players in your fantasy football league, uh, team, mate? I did have Cody. You but, did? Uh, I, yeah, Cody. I had him in last week. You've got but some points to clean today, this wouldn't you? I know, it's typical, to be fair. Always happens. <laughs> it's always the way, mate, absolutely. Yeah. And um, how were you celebrating when that goal went in? Oh, it, being in the North Bank, like, it was all like, oh, what's happening? Where's the ball? You know, you don't really see it. And then you just, I see Raul hit it and it go towards now. And you, you kind of know, don't you, really? And then 
everyone erupted and it was it, it was great to be fair seeing him score like once again at home like it, you you know it's not a one off against Everton because he's from what we've seen he's he's fully back he's back oh, in yeah. form isn't he oh he's, he's everywhere mate he, I mean yeah. he, he links up the play um, you know it's a fantastic uh, strike. Uh, obviously, had a couple of other uh, chances that he might have been disappointed with. I think the, the the one in the first half was a very difficult chance from the angle yeah. that he was at. Um, almost got it. He got it over the keeper, but just uh, it just spun a little bit wide. But the uh, the clinical finish for that. I mean, I, I mean the the, the whole the, the goal, as uh, I think Paul mentioned, and a couple of others have mentioned the way we played it, and the. Yeah, it was such a team goal, and uh, Daniel Pedence as well. The composure uh, yeah. to look up and play the perfect ball into Raul to finish it up. And Fab- is it Fabianski? Is it the keeper for for West Ham? I think that's yeah, I think so. yeah. He had a magnificent game, and he he just couldn't get to that one. But I think he kept West Ham down to losing one nil. Oh yeah, definitely. And after one nil, I mean, how are you feeling? When they started to get a little bit of a grip on the game just after the goal, I was getting a little nervy. Yeah, I was thinking, oh, here we go, you know, typical. But um, to be fair to them, they held out. And there, there was a bit where they kept coming down Kilman's side. Yeah. And like, so I was, I was right there watching it and Kilman was unreal, like stopping them. Like he's... He, Kept staying tight to him, not you know diving in or whatever, and just nicked the ball away. Played a nice little pass, like the composure and the defense, like ever like it'll get pa- played back to Jose or played across the defense. Everyone's like, just get rid of it, but like you, I believed in him and the the composure, and the mindset they had to just you know keep 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 hold of the one nil and the playing out from the back. Is that it's it's. He's such a he's, he's such a rele- revelation this year. And you, you the one thing you you would have said. I mean, I'm not sure that he would have be got into the team under Nuno. No, neither. I don't know. I feel like with Bruno, he if if he sees someone plays well, he'll he'll back it. So like with with Nuno, there was like what really small amounts of changes. Where with Bruno, someone could have like a really good game. Next thing you know, they're either in the starting lineup or they'll come on earlier. And it's it's, it's good to see. To be fair, like people are fighting for their place. And Jason Tandy says here, Kilman is a unit. I think it's fair to say he is a unit. He is, yeah, I mean, definitely. But he's got he's got presence, like you said. He's quite a bit. He is a big unit. He gets tight. He doesn't get easily turned and he's, he's skillful. He nicks them. And when he gets the ball, his distribution is really good yeah, and he's, he's very good in the air. Yeah, he gets forward as well. He does. So, like, if the, the thing is, we usually either send a long ball or play out to the wings where if there's green space to run into, he, he does it. Like, he just goes and then it helps make, like, say, a little five-yard pass to Huang or Pedensu can, you know, they're quite small, so they can spin off and make anything happen. I mean, I think you're absolutely right. And just to finish off with, Owen, with your segment of the show, um, what is your performance rating for today and who impressed you 
in the team and who's your man of the match? Um, performance rating, I'll give it an eight. You know, it's yeah. very good. Maybe could have been better at times, but, you know, we, we got the win, can't really complain. Yeah. Um, impress me, Nelson Semedo, because to be fair, he's not really a name that you pick out straight away. And many some people I've seen over Twitter are like, he's not oh, really performed well for how much we paid. But like he's to be I've I've always backed him and rated him to be fair. And he's he's done really well today. Like cutting inside, going down the wing and the, the performance and the the work rate he's put in for today was was top class. But man of the match, probably Pedence. Pedence, Pedence, yeah. yes, because I, I, I said Pedence as well. I mean, I was never as has been mentioned a few times, Kilman, but Pedence had a particular. I, I felt his contribution uh, was very key, and also that the, the, he created, he had a few shots, he created a lot of Miami, chased things down, uh, wouldn't give an inch, he was like a little terrier about the pitch, he and then he assist for the goal. Uh, yeah. it's beautiful. He is unreal. Like the the bit where he had the ball back towards the goal and he just turned and like hit it and it it almost went in, but Fabianski saved it. And you think you think like just how how does he do it like? And if if we give him more time, I feel like he like someone said earlier, he's, he's like a little hazard, but you know, he's he's not there yet, but I feel like he could be. I think you're right. It was me that said that, and I think uh, yeah. I think you're right. And I think you also make a really good point, Owen, because I was put I put I didn't mention it. We didn't mention it on the instant reaction. What's the instant reaction uh, of myself, uh, my dad's uh, sensational stand, and we had Asia from uh, Asia from Italy, and um, we didn't mention Samada, but I thought he had a really good game, uh, and he's he's you know he's had his critics. A lot of people do criticise him, but he's yeah. really trying. And um, you, you're going to make mistakes on a football pitch. Saez made one today, which resulted in Neves getting the yellow card. But you're going to make mistakes because if we didn't make mistakes, you'd never concede a goal, would you? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I mean, it, come on, sorry, oh, sorry. Like the boots Samedo had to fill in from Doherty, you know, is it's quite a big job for him, and ever like you know, selling Doherty and like what he did and how he was you it's hard to replace that and I feel like Samedo got judged base off it where 100%. if you just look at him face value the way he is you know he's he's, he's a decent player he, he is mate I mean you play for Barcelona he's it's it's taking time to adjust sometimes players yeah. can come in like Wang and make a difference straight away and sometimes, like Dendonka, for example, who didn't play for six months or something yeah. when he came in, and he's not getting the game much of a game at the moment, um, they grow into uh, the team. And I think maybe that's one with uh, Samada. We'll ask. Uh, we'll have to ask uh, cyber leaders just quickly asking where Amy is. As you can imagine, she's out at another party tonight. <laughs> um, so, she, you know, it's more like it's more occasion if she turns up or, or she's normally out partying somewhere. But um, we've got some great guys. Uh, Owen, I hope you've enjoyed your debut tonight. I really appreciate oh, thanks uh, for having me. that um, you've got... Uh, how come you've got a mic and a thing? Have you, you've got our own... Do you do some gaming or something? No, I've just got a computer down here, so I've got the mic and 
headphones. I'm impressed, man. I'm, oh, I'm impressed. Uh, hopefully, you'll come on again. Yeah, hopefully. Just if you let, if you want to come on at any show, just drop us a message and we'll get you on. I mean, absolutely, do, mate. you're joining tonight and uh, enjoy match of the day. Yeah, I will do. Thank you. Cheers, mate. So, uh... that's Owen who's making his uh, debut with us uh, tonight. And next up, I think, is it another debut? Yeah, I'm hi, hi, Dave. How you going? Hello, you're Max. So, tell us about yeah. you, Max. Yeah, w- I'm from USAAU. What's that? Yeah, so I'm from Australia. I've only been supporting the club for about uh, two or three months now when the uh, season started. And uh, yeah, I've, I've only been supporting for three months, but yeah, I'm a big fan of, I've started to become a big fan of Wolves in your channel. And yeah, being from Australia, it's really early this morning. Just got up. Well, yeah. we're delighted to have you on. Could you do me a little favour? Could you just move your camera so we can get you more in the middle of your screen? Yeah, all that. Is that good? That's better, yeah. Now I can tell yeah. the Australians. So whereabouts in Australia are you? I'm from Melbourne. It's the look, southeast city. Absolutely. And Melbourne's been in a lot of lockdowns, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, we, we were the most lockdown city um, in the world, I think. Yeah, it was unbelievable. They about 200-something days. I know, absolutely, mate. I mean, 200 days in lockdown, that's mad. Yeah, I know. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, in my school, it was really ridiculous. But yeah, it was, it was all right for me to deal with, I guess. So I need to ask you as well, Max, how is it that you ended up supporting Wolves? What was it that drew you to Oh, uh, me, look, it was kind of like, I didn't really, there's not many, many Wolves fans over here. And I really thought, I, I like going for teams that not many people support. Like, a lot of my friends, they support, you know, Manchester United, Chelsea, um, and stuff like that. But like, I thought, you know, people were trying to recommend me teams. I was thinking like, oh, Crystal Palace, I went maybe... I was thinking also, and then I just thought of Wolves, you know, I liked the team. I just, there was something about the team I really liked. I liked, you like the colours as well. Yeah, I love the colours. I love the kits. I'm getting a kit for um Christmas, getting the away kit, which I'm really Fantastic. excited to get. Well, I expect yeah. you to be on here in that kit, mate. Yeah, I will 100% will try to be on. The, yeah, I'll, I'll try to join every week from now. But yeah, it was just the colours was the kit. And also just when I started following the team, I thought I love the fans, especially, you know. There's way fans I saw in Southampton when you did the, your vlog. That's when I first oh, heard about you. Oh, you enjoy that? Yeah, I loved it. it just And I love the the chants, you know, the Royal chants, the River Neves chants. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. I really, yeah, really like it. And that's what made me just enjoy, love, support Wolves. Mate, well, I'll tell you what. I know a couple of people that are in uh, Melbourne. There is, a, there is a club and there is a pub where they meet to watch the match. Oh, yeah. I'd love to actually know that because... Um, I, I'd love to actually know what that is. It'd be great to hear. Yeah, I'll try and find that out. Um, are you following me on Instagram? Um, no, I will soon. Though. I, I do know you have Instagram. I'll have it too. I'll, follow, I'll give you a follow soon. Oh, on Instagram or drop us a message on the Always Walls page. Um, yeah, and, yeah, all right. Um, but the other thing as well, uh, Max, if I haven't got an Australian international fan correspondent at the moment... Yeah, so if you join. watch any of the games and you fancy sending in a reaction and joining the likes of the legend Wolfman Jess on the yeah. uh, international fan, we can definitely get you in, and, in on that because I am looking for someone in Australia to send yeah, in. Yeah, I'd love to uh, join. So that might be something you want to get involved with as well. Mm-hmm. So how did you watch the uh, the game today? Oh, uh, what well, like um, well, I got I had to get up at two in the morning on my laptop and I used just uh, wait, wait, what do you mean by how I watch the game? Just like. 
You watched it on a stream today, did you? Oh uh, yeah. Look, what I normally do is I get look, I go to bed, get up about when the game starts. About so it was two o'clock. I get my laptop out, which I'm on now, and I just watch it off air, look this giant streaming service. You so see, now normal. that's that's commitment. So you yeah. basically stayed up until two a.m. in the morning. So then, by the time the match is finished, it's four a.m. Yeah, it was four a.m. Yeah, and you've got to back to bed, and then you've got up, and you're. And what time yeah. is it there now? Ah, uh, nine a.m. So it's night. Your day's just starting for you. Yeah, I would like. Uh, well, uh, well we, what I meant was I actually went to bed because I didn't stay up. I know I normally used to stay up, but I was like, I need to get some more sleep because then I'm tired in the morning to do like work and stuff. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I'm absolutely delighted uh, that you've picked Wolves. Yeah. I think, you've picked, I, think, well. I think you've definitely picked the right team. And uh, what made you decide to come on here today? Oh, I just, you know, I wanted to, I just wanted to get on, you know, speak to the fans, you know, and I thought I just loved your vlogs. I wanted to join and speak to you. I just felt like it was great to come on and speak to the Wolves fans, you know, getting onto the fan, fan base a little bit. And Carl Whitehouse has just put up, it's the Victorian Wolves in Melbourne, Andy Rounds the chair. So there's a, there's, oh. a, there's a Wolves club called Victorian Wolves. Oh, wow. I'll try yeah. and get you in touch with, I'll try and get you in touch with them. I know a guy, a couple of other guys down in Melbourne that I can probably hook you up with. And I know they get together um, a lot of the time to um, to watch some yeah. of the matches. So that might be great to put you in touch with some other Wolves fans over in uh, Melbourne. But if you drop us a message, I'll work on that for you. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not too old though, so I don't know if I'm allowed to go. How old are you? I'm only 16. I'm, I'm 17. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure they'll still want to be in touch with you, even though you're 16. Yeah. I'm not sure course, whether you'll be yeah. able to go to the pub. Yeah, no, nah, not you do look you do look older though, Max. Yeah, I know. I've got a bit of facial hair. I know a lot of people say I'm a, I do yeah, I've got a lot of a bit of facial hair, so sometimes I leave it unshaven for a little bit. They apparently they meet up at the Imperial Hotel in Oh, Boston. I think that's in the city somewhere. Oh, I think I'm trying to remember. I swear that was when the the England fans, I think, for the Euros yeah. uh met up. But I'm not it's funny because I'm Italian. Like my, all my grandfriends are from Italy, so. Well, if you watch the, uh, if, funny yeah. enough, if you watch the uh, the instant reaction today, then we've yeah. had um, I, 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 Azia, oh, I never said her name right from Italy and Parma. She's come over to Molly today. Oh, so yeah. I've heard, uh, yeah, I love watching the fan reactions. It's I love seeing um your dad on the show. It's great, especially the previews. Yeah. Absolutely, mate. So. Um, Danielle, yeah, actually, I should talk about the uh, uh, about the uh, the sleep, and I'll come on to that just in between um, Max and Wolf and Jeff, and also talk about the draw for the shirt. So, uh, Max, just give us your thoughts on the game, um, your man of the match, and your performance rating. Well, I thought, yeah, I thought it was a great game. Um, I thought in the first half, I think we were doing all right, but like. Um, I was just, yeah, I was just, I was thinking like so far, I think it was going to be like a nil-nil game, I know. But I felt like we were building on pressure in the game. And then once it got into the second half, um, I thought that, you know, you know, especially when Roll kicked that goal, I was, yeah, I was really excited. But I was a bit worried also, you know, that what, what something that would normally happen is like West Ham would go and like maybe score a goal or something. And uh, that's not what happened. Yeah, like the Leeds game. I was a bit yeah. worried, but... Yeah, I really wanted us to try. Obviously, try to get us to get up to two 0 But yeah, it was all right. But um, um, I thought how, the way we played, we were able to you know, just keep it to one nil. 
Absolutely. Adam's um, over in LA. I think that might be Adam who I might have been talking to on Twitter potentially. And um, he's going to be looking at him joining the international fan uh, section as well. And I think he's coming over for uh, the Burnley game and he's over in uh, yeah. Los Angeles. So we have people all over the world, mate. It doesn't matter whether you're in Melbourne, LA, Bangkok or in the jungle somewhere. If you support the badge, wear the colours with pride. We're all part of the wolf pack and I think it's brilliant that I you know especially yeah. being part of the channel that I've been able to throw a light on fans that watch wolves come what yeah. may all around the world. I also want to say like I've like you know I do want you know, I do want to start wearing like like when I want to get my wolves kid around I do want to start you know like wearing it around stuff like that because I do want hope for the community of I just hope wolves become like a bigger team in Australia. In well I hope so too mate so, yeah. you know I mean you know, with people like you, young the young generation, get your friend, you get your mates converted. You know, yeah. you get once you get that, once you get your top your shirt, and they see the see how wonderful the colour is. It's better than being no disrespect to anyone, but it's better than red or blue. Everyone, you know, there's so many teams. I know, everyone goes for the same big six teams or whatever it is. I just want Wolves to become another team and part of that. You know. Well, we're like in the less... top six to, as of tonight, mate. I know, I know. I saw that. Really I was are. really happy with it. I just, yeah, it's really great to see. And what's your um, um, and what's your um, man of the match and performance rating today? Uh, I'm going to give it to someone different. I'm going to say Jean Martinho. Martinho, yeah. I think he did pretty decent. You know, I thought, you know, I think there were some chances where I think you know he just he helped get get us some chances, and I thought, yeah, that's what I thought. You know, I thought he was someone that was pretty good in the game, and just someone different to choose, I guess. And absolutely. And Dan Levitt's just said he's from Bangkok. Uh, what a day, sixth place. Ronaldo United, yeah. everyone would praise him. We're above them. Yeah, it's I'm so really happy with the above the yard and now. It's just, I just can't believe what's going on over there, to be honest. It's, it's ridiculous. I, I mean, you know, we do we do chuckle, to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really, really happy they're going down. To be honest, that. mate. You know, it, it'd be brilliant if they were in a relegation battle. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it would be unbelievable. Mate, absolutely a pleasure to have you on today. Thank, thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, thank you very much, um, Dave. So get in touch with us and we'll get you uh, contributing to the international fan section uh, from Melbourne, Australia. Yeah, thank you very much, Dave. Thank you, everyone in the and chat. Have a good night. And for picking wolves. Yeah. You made course. the right choice, young man. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you, Dave. Yes. Always wolves. Always wolves, Max. What a lovely, uh, lovely young man he was, and just goes to show that he could have picked any team. He's picked Wolves. Uh, Dinny um, actually asked earlier on, um, who's again from Cork in Ireland, who's part of the international fan section. Um, can you chat about the uh, the sleep out? Yeah, I should mention that I did the sleep out um, eight days ago in the um, in the North Bank. Um, I personally, thanks to everyone that helped, raised over £1,300 for that with the Good Shepherd and the Wolves Foundation. And they're nearly close to the target of £50,000 raised, which is going to help those less privileged in and around Wolverhampton, you know, give someone a shower, somewhere to sleep, get them off the streets uh, and food for those that need it. So thanks for everyone uh, that supported in that. And I should also say that the draw for the um, the shirt, uh, which I'm giving a giveaway, but just a bit of a heads up, I've just recently gone past 5 million views on my YouTube channel, which is amazing. So I'm giving away a wool shirt. 
Um, I was hoping to do the draw tonight, but I haven't had a chance to put the thing. So it'll probably be drawn on extra time next week in the Norwich game. So if you want to get in the draw to win a wool shirt, uh, let us know on that. And um, the last but not least, from Australia to Alabama. <laughs> Hello, Jeff. How you doing, Dave? And look at that lovely T-shirt that you've got on there, yeah. mate. The international Wolves fan. What am I off my merchandise store? I love this, it. This is what's called kissing up. Kissing up <laughs> to the host. That's how mate, you get really good on, you get on these things. <laughs> mate, and I saw you. I saw you uh, posted on Twitter about meeting uh, Azia today from uh, from Italy. And it was lovely to meet her. She made, and I, 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 I really, really, really mean this. I look forward to the time that I can I can meet you in person, mate. Hopefully that we can make that happen one day. That would be a blast. Uh, can't wait to go to a match with you one day and hang out and meet all the Wolves fans there. And I feel like you kind of know the Always Wolves family, you know, uh, you, whether it's uh, sharing on the videos or uh, there's a, those of us who are on the international chat, we've got a secret, super secret chat thing that we do. Uh, and just, you know, responding to each other, it just feels like a big family. And I do want to say you are the one that makes us who aren't in Wolverhampton, who aren't in the UK, feel like we're connected and a part of it. And so thank you, Dave, because you make room for us and you help us feel valued. So thank you. Thank you for that. I appreciate that, mate. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know, we go to the games and stuff like that over here, but you guys are so committed wherever you watch in the world to supporting the Wolves. I mean, like, as you just said, the young man there, 2 a.m. in Melbourne. I, I know that, yeah. you know, the time differences. I mean, Brian from Thailand is normally up about 3 a.m. in the morning, uh, watching and it's just it's just a brilliant community and there's fans all over the world and your commitment to supporting the team day or night <laughs> is valued and, and that's why you know there's a lot of other channels from other clubs that have really loved the international fan feature and they and they hadn't thought of it and uh, I'm glad that we've got we can get that on um, it's always usually the last bit of content to drop on every game and it's also brilliant when you can come on to to the extra time show. Yeah, I, 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 I do appreciate it. I, I, I do miss Amy, but you know, she's got to be the party girl. And yeah. so I totally get that. <laughs> it's no, she's I, I party in my, well, I tell you what, today is a good reason to party. So <laughs> we have a, I, I think it was a, uh, I think it's maybe one of my favorite or certainly one of the happiest matches of the year so far in so far. I, I don't think we've played at our absolute best because I think I think very, Paul said that there's more to come. Yeah, yeah, because well, it felt like you know the irony was for a while the first three matches, if you remember, we played very well and lost, and then we had some in the mid part where we didn't play very well but were able to come out with a win, and so it's nice to have one where we played well and came out with a win. Um, <laughs> and it wasn't you know it wasn't a perfect match, but and I know people are saying that West Ham didn't perform as well, but I got to point out the fact that one of the reasons West Ham didn't play as well was because of Wolves' performance. They were trying to respond and react to us, and uh, that kind of threw them off. So I, 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 I get that they weren't on their A game, but 
we've got to take some credit for pushing them off their A game and not letting them back in. They started off, I think, very strong. I was a little concerned going into the match because, I mean, Dave, they're uh, – Always the same, Jeff. Always the oh, same. Their form had been fantastic. And yeah. then starting at the first 10, 15 minutes, I thought, okay, all right, just keep it together, keep it together, don't lose it. And I think the key at the beginning was we didn't lose it on our defense. And Kilman has been fantastic this year. Saw – didn't get a lot of knocks, but he's been there. He's solid, obviously. Distrib Saw's distribution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love Propricio, and I think he was a great shot stopper, but Saw's distribution is fantastic. Yeah, it, it's kind of like he's – it's like a pinball – machine and he's winding us up to, to move forward and it used to be we were coming more from our, our wing backs and our main attack was coming in from the sides and doing the crosses which we still do that but the way the distribution is working we can come at you at any part uh then about 15 minutes or so we started to turn our jets on i was surprised we didn't score in the first half which does point to the issue that we're we're still dealing with finishing. You know, it, yeah. I think it could have been two two nil, if not three nil. Yeah. Um, and but that's something to still work on. Uh, but come the second half, uh, the goal itself, uh, obviously, is Raul. Every time he scores, now it's going to be it's going to mean so much. But I initially, at least from watching it on TV, it was probably different where you were in the stands watching it on TV. You couldn't see who it was at first because it was a wide shot. You couldn't see whose jersey it was and the position and the way that goal came from so far back. I assumed, Dave, that had to be a Neves goal because it seemed like a Neves goal. Yeah, but yeah. It was Raul, and uh, and that was fantastic. So we started shouting and starting, uh, and my wife's cats ran away hiding because we started <laughs> screaming so so loud. Now. I have a dog, but Beth has a couple of cats who happened to be in the same house as me. I don't have them. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was – so we really were enjoying it. I would have felt more comfortable, I think, like the rest of us, if we got another goal in there. But yeah, we just held a little bit together. more of a cushion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pedence, I think, created a lot of opportunities. And I don't know, was it different there on the pitch live to – for what Huang was doing, because maybe it was just the fact they weren't covering him, but I really, it seemed to be muted today. Uh, and he had been having some fantastic matches, or was it the fact that Daniel was just on? Well, well, I, I think a bit, I think a bit of both. I think Pedence was definitely on his A game today. I mean, I've got, I, I just edged him as man of the match because of his overall contribution throughout the game. I thought, uh, I thought Wang did did well again. I think what he does really, really well, he's strong, he's fast, he closes down uh, the space, and um, I think I think Daniel down that side we look more dangerous with Pedence because Wang's very, very strong and he's but he's, he is quite direct, whereas Pedence is a little bit more tricky and unpredictable in a lot of ways, which is why I, I kind of say he's like got the potential to be our Eden Hazard because Hazard has that unpredictability to be able to make something happen out of nowhere. I mean, the fact that that shot that Pedence got away in the second half as well, that the keeper tipped over the post, that's that's Dan, that's a Daniel Pedence type of shot that he can pull yeah. something out like that. I don't think anyone else really does that. 
So do you think uh, Semedo plays better when he links up with Pedence instead of Adama, or is it? Uh... Do, do you know what? I think that's. A, I think that might be a fair point that you make there because I thought Semedo had a solid game today. He was. You know, some of his interchange passion, he also took on a player or two, tried to get forward. He stuck to his defensive duties. He made the odd positional mistake, which didn't cost us. But I, I, I think um, it's been said, I think the producers said, actually, that about that link-up on that side with uh, Samedo and Trory. Does it actually work as well? And I think it did work quite well today. I thought Traore, when he came on, yes, um, was I thought it was good to bring him on because we always had that outlet uh, to take the pressure off. And I think West Ham were definitely having a spell. And I think when Traore came on, because we got that speed and outlet, it, we sort of got more control back into the uh, the last 10, 15 minutes. But the, the, the 10 minutes before that, I was a bit concerned. Yeah, I think Bruno really had a good handle on the game as far as for bringing his his uh, substitutes. I had wanted things to happen a little earlier, but the way it worked out, it was fantastic. He he brought in the right players at the right time. At first, I had assumed uh, Huang was going to come off before Pedence because uh, uh, Daniel was just so productive, but it worked out so fantastic. So uh, I think uh, that was working really well. Obviously, Neves and Matinho are, are looking great. I mean, just from a year ago, we were, um, it just seemed like nothing was working. And we were concerned about club legends like Jean Matinho and, and so forth of whether or not they still have it. And now things have changed so much in one year. So that's uh, it, it feels really good having the win today. I'll tell you what, and as well, Didier Hernandez is just asking here, uh, it's a direct question at you, mm-hmm. Jeff. I'm interested in Jeff's take on how he feels Bruno Large's impact has made the wins like today possible. Yeah, um, I think he is, um, I, I think, it's a culmination of what he's been trying since he got there. And I still think there's more to come. I think we're going to be changing our formation. Yes. We're back to the three, four, three, which is our standard, but I think he's found ways to respond according to which team. And he's been working with players and getting them back. I think he's also been working on their confidence and, um, and it felt, you know, things had gotten so dark the year before which I don't fully blame on Nuno because it was, you know, it's a tough time for everybody. And I get that. So I think partly mentally and, uh, but yet he has a chance to really like what he's done for Kilman uh, and what Kilman has done for him. I, I, I'm, I, I, we should be offended that Polly's not been starting and he's there and that would be unthinkable before, but Kilman, how can you not start Kilman? Uh, I, I would think maybe have uh, Saiz moves because he's more adaptable, but uh, he's helped. Uh, I think helped Ryan A. Nuri take up his next level, um, and so and and I think the crucial thing of helping Raúl get back to being Raúl, and there's a lot of pieces in with that. So I I think these pieces are coming together. I think I think probably one of the biggest changes is the attack mindedness that we had back when we were in championship and coming in at the very first part of coming back to the premier league 
and that we kind of lost that partly because we had to respond with stepping up. Now we're able to go back to that attack mindedness, but yet not open up um, the back end. So I, I, I'm really excited with that. That's what gets me very encouraged. We haven't lost a step in our back line. We've actually improved there, but now we're pushing to attack. Now, if we could just get working on our finishing outside of Huang and Raul uh, a little more con consistently, I, I think we're really going to be uh, start seeing a bit more goals. One goal to none is fantastic, but I think we can get a few more in there. I think you're right. And, and, and also you touched there on eight Nori. I don't think we've talked about eight Nori tonight. To me, I think the shirt is his. I know Marcel's back fit. We've also got Bruno Giordano that's back in training, which is an extra body in midfield potentially. But eight Nori has done really, really well. And I personally think that he's I, I can't see I can't see he that Marcel should come in over him at the moment because he's got the shirt. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he's that line that stepped up. He's in second place after Johnny and that is if we get Johnny back. I am concerned because when Johnny came back last year, it was so short until he was out again. Um, so if well, if he if if he does if he if he breaks down this time, I think that's yeah. I think that's his career over. So let's hope he or, does come back. Yeah, and they take it easy with him. Yeah. So, but it's the thing with um, Bruno that I think really attracted uh, Fosen to him was um, his impact on raising up a new generation of player and working with younger players. And I've heard he's been involved more than most managers are in our academy and as well as in our U21s. And, you know, he's, he's, he's going to their matches. He's watching them. So I think he's seeing these pieces. So I'm think I'm hoping, what I hope to, to see by the year's end is seeing a little more of a rotation and of course, we want new players and we want to sign new players, but we've got some great talent in our U21s that we've got to rotate in. So I think it's a combination of having a solid January and continue to build in our youth. I think it's going to have a, a, a really great impact. And I agree with Jason. There's no reason for him to rush back and we, because we don't want him injured again. And having Ryan Eight Nuri playing the way he is now, and I think that, that takes yeah. And you have Marcel as a solid, who's a solid player. Uh, so that way, I don't feel like we, it's a it's critical that we get him in. And I kind of think it was last year it got really thin in that area. Uh, yeah, hundred percent right, uh, Jeff. And you always talk so so well and knowledgeable, which is absolutely. Uh, I'm fantastic. making this up. Totally making this up. No, no, no. You know, you love your football. And you, was it the uh, the team you sport over there where you are? That uh, yeah, we have uh, the Chattanooga Red Wolves is our uh, USL League One team, and I was one of the ones to help push when we got the team a couple of years. It's our third year i was helped to push with wolves being in the name for it because i mean i was already wolfman so i didn't want to make it any more difficult so we got them to be the red wolves and uh so we finished up our season uh third place we got ourselves uh to the quarterfinals we took a trip last weekend to greenville uh for our uh, uh 
our quarterfinals. Uh, we fell to Greenville and right now. I should be watching it, but I want to spend time with you guys. Uh, Greenville is taking on Omaha uh, for uh, for the championship for USL League One. So. Fantastic! Man. I know that you love that you love that, which is really good because you were, we were talking on uh, WhatsApp uh, about it and everything as well, mate. And what time is it over there in uh, Alabama? It's uh well in. It's 4.22 in Alabama, but we keep our clocks on Eastern time zone uh, because we work in Chattanooga, which is only about an hour away. And uh, so and that's an Eastern time zone. So we're right on the border. Like last week, we went to one of the closest teams to us, which was six hour drive. So that was a quick for us away game. So uh, and <laughs> I think the next one, the closest is five and a half hours. And so uh, other ones are about a two-day drive if you want to Omaha. So we didn't go to Omaha. (laughs) My God. And uh, just before we get on to your man of the match and score prediction to finish off, uh, Kieran Russell wants to know where you got your nickname. Uh, I was working on a TV show. I was working as an editor. And I was working the night shift. And I always had – I never had uh, facial hair. Uh, but I thought, well, let's go ahead and, you know, because uh, I used to be a minister beforehand. And yeah. so I, I had to keep, you know, had to, had to make it look, I was, make it look like I was respectable. So I was editing at night and no one else was there. So I thought I'd just let it grow out. And then one of the engineers had seen me and he started re- referring me to as the Wolfman that at night, you know, I'm turning into my wolfish form. And so I got that nickname it has nothing to do with wolves at first. And then, um, uh, so I did apply it later on with uh, with my wolves support. So I already had that nickname just because I got a fuzzy face. And so. how, how did you ever, how did you become, I don't know whether I've probably asked you this before, but I'm sure people are interested. How did you become a wolves fan? Uh, well, it's two, two levels. Uh, of course, you know, here in the U.S., usually if you're a wolf supporter, it's because either a family connection or because of Robert Plant. And yeah. mine's kind of both. Uh, I had heard about uh, them making Robert Plant the vice president, which I thought is brilliant. So I looked at the club and then I noticed where you play is Molyneux uh, Stadium. And I was doing some genealogy and I realized that I'm not descended from Benjamin Molyneux, but we're both, I, was, I did some research on him, but we're both related to the Earls of Sefton. Uh, so we are of the same, he's like a, a distant cousin. So, uh, so I figured, well, there's my club. Uh, you know, they have a stadium named after my family. I'm not a, a, a Molyneux now, I'm a, a different line. It was but just it, meant to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's and um, the wolf man bit as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I already had the, I had the, the, the wolf man. Um, I had the name connection and the vice president's Robert Plant. I mean, come on. <laughs> How awesome. Now I love Steve Harris. And so, because uh, I'm a bass player, but I'm going to go with Robert Plant for my football team. Absolutely brilliant, mate. And just to finish off with, mate, let's hear your uh, performance rating and our final man of the match. I'm going to be really interested to see who you're going to give your man of the match to tonight. All right, well, um, I, I'm, I'm along the same lines with you. I think it was eight, eight and a half, partly because, and I think I'm leaning more towards eight and a half because... West Ham was coming in at such great form 
And again, I'm pointing to the fact that the reason West Pam didn't play as well is a lot attributed to us. So it's that full package. And it's, I do see re areas to improve, but generally speaking, I think that um, we played solid across the board. So I'm going to go for eight and a half rating. Yeah. And your man of the match? My man of the match, um, you know, yeah, I could see Neves. I could uh, saw. I don't think he was challenged enough. Kilman was great. Uh, I know Roll's goal was fantastic, but I got to go to Daniel Pedence. He was the king of creativity. And uh, when a lot of the chances that were happening, uh, you saw them go through Pedence. If it either started with him or along the middle, and so, and it was in ways that he wasn't just trying to get the ball and just kick it as soon as he gets the ball, as some players do. Uh, but I think that, um, yeah, I, I think a lot of the good things happened came through Daniel Pedence today. And Ron Flowers, a legend indeed. Oh, absolutely, mate. And, um, you know, what a great, he would have been damn proud of that send-off and performance today. And to be fair as well, you know, I kind of edged with uh, Daniel Pedence. I think it's been kind of split between Neves and Pedence, but I think overall, because I've got the casting vote, I'm just going to stick with my <laughs> stick with Daniel Pedence. It's your show. It's your show, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we should say again, um, absolutely uh, emotional. Uh, what Wolves did today, the remembrance. I did go down to St. Peter's uh, Church and I signed the book and remembrance today uh, in the church. And uh, if you watch the match vlog, which I'll a lot of you will, which will be out once I've edited it sometimes tomorrow, I do have a little piece and segment in my match vlog where I do go into walk through the doors of St. Peter's Church and you do see the yeah, the, the, the photo painting of... Uh, of Ron Flowers, and it was lovely what they did today. And you know, he he might be gone, but he will never ever be forgotten. And I think that's a really good note uh, to finish the show on. On top of the uh, fantastic performance, Wolves sitting in sixth place. I don't think anyone that plays tomorrow can go above us. I think if Tottenham win, because we got better goal difference, we would uh, still stay above them. I think so. I think we'll end uh, likely to end the uh, match day 12 in sixth place. And bear in mind, the first three games, we didn't get any points at all. That's wow. saying something. And if we can get results against Norwich which and Burnley, which people have said are both winnable games. Norwich, of course, won their last two. It's going to be, it ain't going to be easy next week going to Norwich when they've just got a bit of confidence. And Burnley are always a tough side to play. And we've got some tough matches coming up. But if we can get four points out of those few games, you know, we'll be in a real strong position uh, going into, you know, anything is possible. I mean, anything's possible. And I got laughed at, Jeff, when uh, early season when we lost the first three. And I said, I believe that we can get top six. Yeah. We're six. Well, yeah, again, it's, it's, I don't look as much on the table unless it's scary as much as what is the performance on the pitch to me that I'm more interested in how well we are performing. Cause I, I get there's a bit of luck with this game. Sometimes the luck is with us. Sometimes the luck is against us, but if we're playing well, if we're there mentally, if we're there physically, that right there, I, I think is more important. And we are, and if we play like we are playing like we played today, we're not going to get four points, Dave, we're going to get six. 
Mate, I think you're right. And if we get six points out the next two games, God knows where we could be. It's it's That's frightening, it. isn't it? We'll be pushing yeah. Champions League spot, but let's not get carried away. Yeah. Let, let, let's keep going under the radar <laughs> um, and keep plodding along. But, you know, if we play a lot to play today, anything is uh, absolutely possible. Mate, an absolute pleasure as always. Uh, you know, there's a, someone here that has said, if I can find it, Wolfman, you have to come over to a to a game. I cannot wait. You it, you have got to have that on your bucket list, surely. It is on my bucket list. It's just not in my budget. So, yeah, not just uh, yet. Yeah, I uh, I work hard at work, but uh, I'm not getting the rewards I'd like to to be able to get there. So uh, uh, so there's also my daughter lives in Canada, so most of my vacation time and budget for vacation is to go see her. And as much as I love my wolves, I like my little girl in in uh, Nova Scotia. So absolutely, mate. But uh, I've got a I've got a sneaky feeling that next summer wolves are going to be playing in America preseason. That would be uh, I know some a place people keep mentioning a lot is Houston, and of course I know the Houston Wolves would absolutely love that. That would be fantastic. Yeah, I would do whatever I could to try to make that. There's talk about a preseason match against Club America yeah. somewhere in America. Yeah. So um, it might be on my, you know, I'll tie something in to try and get over for that if that does happen. <laughs> That'd be amazing. And then we could meet you there. But one day, mate, we'll shake hands and sit down and chew the fat on uh, on everything Wolf because, you know, I hope we do get to uh, shake hands one day because you are an absolute top jet bloke and... Uh, Everyone loves you, Jeff. So, uh, but thank you so much for coming on the show today. And look out for Jeff's reaction on the international fan, which will be coming out in the next couple of days on this game. All right. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, everybody. Everyone, take care. Please smash a like to the video if you're new. Subscribe. Make sure you give us a, a comment and uh, look. The, the the match day vlog will be out tomorrow. And you can listen to this back as well on the podcast. And from myself and everyone that's been involved in the chat, everyone of my guests who have been absolutely fantastic, love to you and your families wherever you are in the world. Take care. Always Wolves. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.